All right, folks. Welcome to Night Moves. Dude, this is this is prime. So, like, Night Moves started with a certain attitude because you know Lou is a Lou is a fucking absolute uh, alcoholic. Yeah, not good. Oh, not yeah. good. Right. Here we are watching the sunset, drinking beers. I'm wearing a cowboy hat. Mm-hmm. We both have our shirts off. I'm not wearing a shirt. Crushing Miller High Lives. This is what the podcast should have been the whole time. That's what I said. We could do without the flies. Dude, these flies. I'm we about are to like covered in flies. Right I'm now. about to lose my fucking mind. Why are there so many flies? You hear those coyotes, dude? I do. Welcome to Night Moves, folks. I think I would rather. I would honestly trade if I could like do just a swap. This amount of flies for like the same amount of coyotes. I would trade the flies for the coyotes in a heartbeat. If we had like two coyotes stalking us right now, I'd be fine with it. As long as you, as long as you can make eye contact with every coyote as they're facing you down, they won't do anything. But you don't want to lose sight of one of them because that's that, when you have problems. That is how beautiful Joshua Tree is. Like right now, we're looking at two rock formations in front of us that right. are uh, what? What's that? Like twenty yards away? Less. Less. Than Way 15 less. yards away. Yeah, yeah. Imagine just a pack of coyotes. Oh yeah. Cresting that hill, cresting that little mountain, coming after us. Staring us down? We wouldn't even... There would be a solid, like, one minute where we wouldn't be scared. We'd be like, yo, that's amazing. But there's no coyote that I couldn't befriend. I, I genuinely yo, believe I that. actually believe you. I actually... Dude, I, let me tell you something. You coyotes, are a fucking dog whisperer. I love coyotes. I love staring into their eyes and letting them know that I understand. I love fucking mind-melding with them as I grab them by their left ear. Yo, remember when... Uh, what's her name? Who's the guitarist of um, uh, the of uh, Sonic Youth? Kim... Oh, Kim Gordon? Kim Gordon. Remember when she got bit by a coyote outside of the Trader Joe's in Hollywood? No. You didn't hear that? I didn't know that happened. When did that happen? There was a story. It was like three years ago, and it got reported on like TMZ, like Sonic's youth, uh, Sonic Youth's Kim Gordon gets bit by a coyote outside of, uh, I think it was a Whole Foods. And uh, then she put out a statement being like, I did not get bit by a co- coyote outside <laughs> of fucking Whole Foods. <laughs> That's awesome. I would do the same thing, dude. Even if the coyote bit me, I would immediately be like, I forgive you. That's cool. I'm sorry. I'm in your house right now. I'm so sorry. It's so. It, I was listening to uh, Rogan I, on the drive up here. Yeah. Or, or drive up to come pick you up, and uh, the coyotes eat you from the asshole out, according to. Because they want to get at the guts. That makes sense. That's how I eat crabs. That's how I eat pussy, dude. Yeah, from the asshole out. Honestly, same. Dude, the amount of flies out here is insane. I wonder why it's extra bad tonight. I think it's the sun setting. I think they'll go away after a certain point. No, that that's not true. Yeah, that happens with bugs. bugs no, but have... oh, I guess we weren't out here at the same time last time. When I worked at the when I worked uh, on the river, when I worked on the Delaware River, the 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 river flies would be like super super bad. Right after, and then it would hit like eight o'clock. Yeah. Totally fine. What do, what uh, you know? My opinion on animals biting me is I never blame the. I think it's really fucked up that if your dog bites someone once, um, it can, can be like put down. Yeah, it can be destroyed. Yeah, fuck Cause that. that's Because it's like, dude, like, every, it's like, oh, man, if your kid did something to make my dog bite you, the child should be destroyed. Why was your child aggravating my beautiful... The same people who have the bumper stickers that, that are like, you know, like, I love dogs more than people or whatever. They're the first people to be like, that dog needs to be put down. I, wanna, I want another... Give the dog another chance. Another bumper sticker that I want is my dog has a bigger dick than your honor student. I have a million of these. Welcome to fucking night. Moves, and, baby. and one day I will open a very, I will open a shop that will be raided by the police within a week. <laughs> Dude, you got great shirt ideas. I have some awesome shirt ideas. Oh man, can you open this beer for me, by the way? I would love to. Because I don't have a uh, bottle opener out here, and I can't do it with my teeth or a belt buckle. I do want to be. I want to be one of those guys who's so cool that I can like fucking open a fear bottle with some part of my, some unexpected part of my body. Just like, just tuck it up into my asshole and fucking uncork it. Those are the cor- the the look. There's a certain amount of ways you can open up a beer bottle, mm-hmm. but the people that do it with their teeth are fucking retards. That sucks. That sucks. What do you think about an asshole open that I'm proposing? That'd here? be cool. That would be sick. I would drink that beer. Of course you would. Yeah, it's only only the bottle cap to. is dirty. You don't have to like it, but. I guarantee you there's somebody who can do that. There's got to be a woman who can, like, open beer bottles with her pussy or something. Oh, 100%. There's too much of a demand for that. Yeah, I feel like... So, who gave the bat COVID, right? 
no, 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 no. Had it been a fly, right? You think so? You think a fly gave the back of fly, a fly dropping into your beer? You drink that beer? No. You're inoculating yourself. More so than a vaccine. I guess that makes sense. That makes actually makes total sense. You know, I've been a big um, proponent of the lab leak theory until you just said that right now. Wait a minute. You ready? Get him. Ooh. Oh, suck my fuck, fucking dude. dick, dude. Holy suck my shit. Fucking dick. That mother if that fly gets up, he's gonna have to be in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. It's the cowboy hat. And imagine hat, that wheelchair. It's the cowboy hat. Oh, you're right. You're absolutely right. It's the cowboy hat. I'm a highwayman right now. Oh fuck, dude. I was a dancer. God damn, that fly is fucked up. I love to think of Chris uh, Christopherson actually saying dancer. Every time I hear that song, I think he's saying dancer, not damn he, builder. What is he saying? Damn builder. Oh, damn builder. Okay. I was a dancer. Have you ever seen, there's a really awesome Martin Scorsese movie with Chris Christopherson, um, Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore. Didn't see it. It's really, I, the only, I'm just recommend. I'm just recommending a movie. You just see that point. shit? Yeah, it was great. The other flies were going to mourn their friend. I think they were going like, to carry him off. Yeah, sorry guys. I think if we kill enough of these flies, they'll start to get it. This is crazy. The craziest thing about these flies and this is like we're in conflict and they have no discernible goal. You yeah. know what I mean? Idiots. I mean, like for these for these flies, this is literally like World War Three. Like that is like this is their that moment in their lives. Like they'll fly away, like and have PSD forever. I am looking at my my laptop right now, and I am noticing that there are four flies. Uh, uh, trying to eat the crumbs in between the screen and the keyboard. That's fucking psychotic, dude. Yeah, these guys are fucking retards. How hungry are flies? Relax. You're not that hungry, I guarantee it. But yeah, what do you think? I guess there's not a lot for flies to eat out here. But then it's why very ballsy for flies to be so hungry around Nick Oldershaw, who only eats ciabatta bread. Right, I know. There's nothing. They're not going to get You've been very polite this entire trip about the way you eat. What do you mean? Because you and I will be somewhere. I'm like, yeah, you want to get some snacks? You're like, no, no, I'm, I'm okay. I don't want anything. I had two tacos earlier. I'm like, yeah, so did I, and I'm hungry. Those tacos were really, actually, those tacos were really filling. Wait, tell everybody what you ate this morning. <laughs> what did I eat this morning? You woke up two hours before me. Oh. You woke up at 7 a.m. <laughs> what was the first thing you did? I ate a whole pint of Stephen Colbert's Americone Dream that had been in the fridge for, I would probably guess, two years, this, judged this, on how frostbitten it was. Yeah, this was, a, uh, this was a pint of ice cream that was just hanging out in this Airbnb. You have to eat that. If people don't eat that, it's going to go to waste. And I do not let ice cream go to waste, ever. Oh, yeah, dude. I came out here right as the sun was setting. I let the ice cream. I literally like, put the ice cream on the dirt road so that it would, like... Because it was, it was like, full-on freezer burned. Yeah. So I, like, put the ice cream. I like, I, like, let the ice cream soak in the rising sun. And then I fucking munched that thing, like, before 8.30. <laughs> like. That, yeah, the first, like, I woke up at 9. You were surprised by that. Oh, yeah. I was like, you're here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. I was. my. I was like, my you tummy- eat breakfast yet? You're like, yeah. I ate that pint of Ben and Jerry's ice cream that was in the freezer. It was really good. You, but you were talking that pint up. All day yesterday, and too. Well, because we, we had... I was waiting for you to dig in. When we had uh, the bratwurst that we had the first night, I had two brats, I had a little bite of that chocolate candy bar, and I didn't have any room for the ice cream. I was really sad. There's nothing sadder than when you open up a pint of ice cream and you put the first spoonful in your mouth and you're like, oh, no, I'm done. I don't get to enjoy the meal that this should be. And so this morning I was excited to wake up early, come out on the deck, and eat a full meal of... While you watch the sun rise. Absolutely. That's God totally damn. right. That's 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 the that's what America was built on, dude. <laughs> that's the fuck it. That's what that's that's why we died. That's that's why that's why everybody died in Afghanistan. That's dude. the spirit of the pioneers, dude. That's the spirit of the pioneers. That's the spirit of all our fallen brothers in uh, Fallujah. Absolutely. Well, it's I think the whole thing in this nothing's guaranteed in this life. So like, if you like, it's like, look, man. I might get majorly fucked when I finally file my taxes. I am on extension. When I finally file my taxes in October, I might get majorly fucked. But I can't worry about that. I need to just like have ice cream as the sun rises. No, exactly. And, like, live in that moment. I have that Headspace app, which I made fun of for when it first came out. I was like, mm-hmm. who would spend $13 a month to have someone tell you it's okay? Then I got dumped, and uh, I downloaded it. And I was like, this is exactly what I need. And it, it, it just really forces you to be present. Oh, yeah. Headspace is cool. I haven't used Headspace in a couple of years. It's wonderful. But I, then it's also like I think about the same thing. Like I filed an extension for my taxes. This year as well? Uh, three years ago. Oh, never did it. And uh, Oh, you never filed your taxes? There's four years worth of taxes that I have not filed. I thought that you got them filed that one year. I, I filed the past 
uh, two or three years. But before that, uh, I think it's 2015 to 20. No, 2015 to 2017. I did not do. Oh, see. No, to 2018. Sorry. Uh, I still have only paid off half of 2014. Uh, do you think they're gonna get you on that? Like, cause this is what. Cause I worry about that too. Here's the thing. I'm remaining present. <laughs> sure, you're right. At some point, I'll worry about it when I have to. Well, I well, I mean, they might make you. They might force you to worry about. It. See, that makes me feel good because I didn't file for two years, but I was also working for Postmates. And po- here's here's what I think the loophole is, because Postmates wasn't paying us correctly. So yeah. I've gotten like a bunch of money in like lawsuits from them, like class actions. And I also like the year that I didn't file. I think I made like seven thousand dollars for the whole year. <laughs> So I just didn't. I didn't file because I was also also. I think you're okay if you don't make if you make less than like twelve thousand dollars or something like that. But I was I was a, I was on a ten ninety nine, and I think if you make over eight hundred, you have to file. I might be mistaken. I might be wrong where I read that. I don't know. That's one of those things where it's just like, should we even be talking about this on record? Yeah. <laughs> like. The IRS is bigger fish to fry. Well, yeah, but but you know what? They, but but I, thing, I know historically they don't fry those fish, though. I know that they, they 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 tend to go after small money crimes, which is like what what uh, what freaks me out. But I don't know. I mean, like at, like literally, my excuse was literally I was living in my car and I didn't have access to like envelopes or computers. Dude, that was that's a. I think you should just be able to go to debtor's prison. I think like debtor's prison being like a bad thing. Uh, I, th- I think that that's the wrong take. Oh, yeah. Do you think about how chill that prison would be? Just a bunch of people who didn't pay off credit card debts? That would actually probably be the coolest fucking How long prison. did Wesley Snipes go to prison for? For not paying his taxes. It was millions of dollars that he owed. It was... A co- yeah, but the other thing... But I think... That's li- millions of dollars. But that means he could also afford a lawyer who was good enough to, like, get him. I, I, I really think it goes both ways. Because I think the richer you are... Then yeah, maybe like you might incur a, a bigger penalty, but also you have the, you have the ability to get uh, a decent defense to like get your sentence down. Yeah, I'm sure. But regardless, he was. An, I don't want to. Uh, but I don't pennies, want, pennies. If I owe, <laughs> like I have like in credit card debt, I probably have like six grand worth in credit card debt. Taxes. I know I owe seven hundred dollars from 2014. Hmm. Who knows? The years between. All in all, maybe fifteen grand. Well, the fact that they haven't if come after compounded interest and stuff. Oh yeah. So then what? I'm pretty. Well, sure. I go to I go to prison for a month, and I go to tax prison. We're not going to rape prison. We're going to tax prison. Oh, I thought you would go to like. We're federal. going to Martha Stewart prison. I thought you go to like federal prison. No, we're do, we're going to yoga prison. Are you sure? Yeah, hundred percent. Did Martha Stewart I go to fucking yoga prison? Rape prison? No, she went to fucking yoga prison. No, but she's also. But the the other thing is like when you're a celebrity, that's how you like that 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 also grants you special privileges because they pro- you know they probably don't want. Although I'll tell you what, dude, it would be sick to like go to fucking tax prison and just hang out with like other C-list celebrities. You know what I would do in prison? And then when you get out, you like might be able to have like an in. I'd read industry. books and I'd do push-ups for a month. I honestly need that in my life. Well, I'll tell you what, you're making me feel the fact that I only didn't file for two years, and I think I probably owe like maybe two thousand dollars, if that. There, um, I, I feel much better now. Well, I was about to pay off my taxes, and then fucking COVID happened. I had money saved and everything, and then they, they the tax season got all fucked up. Mm-hmm. So everything got pushed back. So I just did my taxes. I, I finished my taxes early this year. Oh fuck, dude! I gotta, I gotta, uh, I gotta redo my taxes. I completely forgot about that. Why? Because I uh, took taxes out of my unemployment. Oh, so, so I should be getting like twelve hundred bucks back. Oh, yeah, I took taxes out of my unemployment, but too. I did my taxes before that happened. I also, I'll tell you what, dude, I also got a little screwy with unemployment, if we're admitting things on Mike, because I was still, cl- I wasn't reporting money that I made as an independent contractor while I was on unemployment. You're not, you don't have to if it's a certain amount of money, because I was, I was selling shit on eBay. Uh, no, you, you are supposed to, any amount that you make, like, you're supposed to report, but. Yeah. You're also not supposed to jaywalk, but no one gives a shit. <laughs> they the will find out, coming out for that. That's okay. I mean, like, make, like, unless, like, you were saying, like, I'm an um, unemployed and you made, like, $30,000 that year. Um, not $30,000, but, like, maybe just shy of ten. 
We'll your, see. Your idea of what a lot of money is is it's so, so insane. I know, dude. I tell everybody like when so like Nick used to do like tell like so for the listeners who never listen to Coward Hour or aren't familiar with Nick, how did you make? How have you made money the past uh, when you stopped uh, doing Postmates? Oh, I started going into like medical studies. Um, yeah. And they're kind of sick, honestly. I, I, I like medical studies. So, how much a lot. money would you get for a medical study? Well, it depends. Like, you could get. What's the you... most amount of money you made for a medical study? Well, so the most I made was like 10K, but I was there for like 20 days. Mm-hmm. But I've, I've also, like. Not I've, bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. No, but I've also done ones where I was there for four days and I made 6K. And those are way better. And I'm trying. Th- those are like the ones that you, you want. Do you have a spinal tap or anything like that? The spinal tap was the very first one. I, I've told this story on so many podcasts. But yeah, the spinal tap was the very first one that I did. Um, and it was like, I think it was a total of two yeah it was two spinal taps first one went fine the second one went horribly wrong and it was and it was we were testing anti-schizophrenia medication um and then they had to like tap our spines to like see like what it was doing to us and also this medicine gave me like like some of these twice i've been in there and they've given me experimental drugs and i've had like and i don't know if i'm having like acid flashbacks because i've done a lot of psychedelics but i've had like pleasant psychedelic experiences as a side effect like in hospital jail. So pretty much, you just had like a great time. I ha- I have a blast every time. Have you ever had like a real bad experience? Other than well, the like spinal getting... tap one was bad. How bad does the spinal tap hurt? The spinal tap is the most pain I've ever experienced. Um, and in no, it's not the most pain I've ever experienced, but it's the most specific and strangest pain I've ever experienced. Because when they tap your spine, so your your head is full of something called cerebral spinal fluid, or yeah, yeah cerebrospinal fluid. That encases your brain and stops it from like bumping into your skull. Yeah, of course. Uh, which we re- all know that. Yeah, who wouldn't know that? Who wouldn't know that? Uh, so when your brain hits bone without fluid encasing it, it really hurts. And when they drain your spine, it drains the fluid that encases your brain. Now, what happened with me is the hole in my spine where they punctured me, and also they couldn't get it in. Like when they were pushing the catheter in, it was hitting clusters of my nerves, and it was making my knees shoot up into my chest, and I was feeling like somebody was like stabbing me from the inside of my body. Do you cry? No, You're I... You're allowed to cry. I will never cry. I've never cried about anything, and I will not ever cry in my life. Um, that's true. I will never do it. And um, so so my hole didn't close up, which is a horrible thing to have happen to you. You want all your holes tight. Especially the hole like leading to your spine. You want that shit closed. You want that shit tight, okay? Yeah. You don't want to have a fucking slut hole in your spine, dude. No. That is the last thing anybody wants. But so... My so where your cerebral spinal fluid should replenish, mine continued to leak into my ass and feet. I guess I don't know where it was going, but it was just like running down the back of my body. So my brain, if I wasn't laying down, my brain would hit the side of my skull and give me pain that I can't even describe. And after the study, it didn't close up, and I was stuck like that for about a week and a half to two weeks. So, like, I was fully paped up, had a lot of money, I moved into a new place, and I had to spend every day laying completely on my back, like, unable to do anything. So, Spinal Tap-wise, what's the lowest amount of money you would do that for now? I would never do it again. Really? I would, li- I would never do a Spinal Tap study again. Because you can do other studies. No, I just mean a regular Spinal Tap. Like if like, cause I know like you can like when you sell blood plasma, you can get like forty bucks or whatever. I know that uh, the spinal fluid's like a real hot ticket item. Yeah, like, like the, some, the, the, they it's pay like eight hundred bucks, right? No, 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 no. It was like eleven hundred. Um, would you do that for eleven hundred bucks? If somebody just wanted to spinal tap me, a I, doctor. I genuinely, yeah, a doctor. I genuinely actually don't think I could put a price on it. I would not do it again. Okay. Because I because I've made. I've made money from much easier medical studies, and I've made more money. I love that you've become jaded uh, <laughs> about different medical studies. You're like, I've made an easier buck just testing. Uh, oh, yeah, dude. I know my way around the block. There was a medical study, like, right before COVID, there was a medical study I was going into, and um, it was this drug that could have, like, potentially, uh, like, detached my corneas and made me go completely blind. <laughs> and How much you get for that? Uh, that was going to be, like, a $7,000 study. And I was, like, full hog, like, ready to do it. But the drug that they were going to give you seriously compromised your immune system. So, like, and what's funny is, like, so we shut down. I needed money. I still had to pay rent. Like, there wasn't uh, an eviction moratorium. It was just, like, a, um, like, we still had to pay rent where I lived. Yeah. And I called 
the medical study place like hey is this study still happening because i could really use the money and they're like okay well the drug we're gonna give you will make you immunocompromised so like the what the lady said she was like if i was your friend i would tell you not to do this and i was like but can I do it? And they're like, we're not letting people do this study. <laughs> <laughs> they like... <laughs> it was so funny that she also put it like, if I was your friend, She's I was like, yo, honestly, what's your Venmo? <laughs> I'll buy you dinner tonight. Yeah. To dude. prevent you from signing up for this. Yeah. But then like I did, I actually did medical studies in the middle of the pandemic. They, they brought them back. And they've all been easy. I did I did one that like where they didn't do anything, just like measured my metabolism, and then one where like they just measured my lung capacity. The lung capacity ones pay really well. And what's I've, what's like the least amount of money you've made for a medical study? Uh, the least amount was I think I went in. I was only there for like a couple of days, and I made like two thousand dollars. So this is all a lot of money, right? Yep. So, for a whole year of medical studies. I remember you telling me this one time. You're like, I made $18,000 this year. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be okay. Yeah, I'm going to be okay. And I was like, I don't know if you know this. That is far below poverty level. Yeah. It's a lot of money to have at once. 100%. But, Sean, I'm so good at like, well, not right now. Unfortunately, I, 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 have, I have stretched myself a little thin because I was... I was counting on more income uh, this month than, like, but but I, because I live a very minimalist lifestyle at home. Like like I make sh- I make sure that my cat is taken care of before I'm taken care of, and eighteen thousand dollars is like I've got money to spare. Like I get to do everything that I want to do and more yeah. with that amount of money, and I still get to have fucking medical. I don't want to live this way forever. Don't get me wrong. One day I would like to be a normal person. My favorite thing about you. Is the way you talk about a minimal minimalist lifestyle. Yeah. I'll never forget when we were living together. Mm-hmm. I went grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. I think I was the only person in the house, including Tim, who ever went grocery shopping. I go grocery shopping now. Yeah, I didn't know that you couldn't just eat Jack in the Box all the time. So I remember <laughs> taking you grocery shopping because I like had a decent job at that point. I was yeah. working a lot, and I was like, Nick, go like buy yourself some food. Like I have no problem buying some food for you. I was like, <laughs> it's one person I can right. feed you for a week. Yeah. I'd love to do that. Mm-hmm. You're like, no, I'm okay. And then we get to the bread aisle, and you get a, a like 18-inch loaf of ciabatta bread. Oh, yeah, dude. That'll fill you up. And I said, Nick, can I buy this for you? And you said, no, I'm going to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> this is all the calories dude, I need. That's that's actually true. Yeah, I was I was I was definitely I was like full Aladdin honestly at that point. I was really <laughs> I remember too like telling you I'm like you can work part-time make enough money because at that point you nope. were working like 40, 50, 60 hours a week doing postmates and I was making less than minimum wage. Making way less than minimum wage because people don't tip mm-hmm. with postmates. Like, you're making your life way harder than it has to be. I can get you a job at the hotel I work at. And you're like, no, no, no. I like to live a minimalist lifestyle. Yeah, I'm like a Ronin warrior, dude. I have, the, I, I, yeah, I have the, I've got the spirit of the samurai in me. I like to lead a minimalist lifestyle. I sleep on the ground. I have my cat. While making your life so much more difficult than it needs to be. Well, a lot of people say that might build character. I heard that. You are full of character. Man. I, let me tell you something. Yeah, I think it made me better. I don't know, honestly. Like I like I look at every bad thing that happened to me, whether it was like my like insanely toxic relationship or like having to live in my car for a couple months. I'm like, if those things didn't happen to me, didn't happen to me, I would be such. I'd be way more of an asshole than I am now. I really needed those things in my life. I think. Do you though? Absolutely. Like think about the things that like fucked you up, right? I think about the things that fucked me up. Mm-hmm. And had I never like gotten into stand up or anything like that. I'd be some, like, dickhead. I'd probably live in, like, a like one of those, like, shithead luxury apartments mm-hmm. that aren't luxurious at all. It's just right. a, you know, $1,800 one-bedroom in, like, King of Pressure or some shit. Mm-hmm. Working at, like, a tech company as, like, a marketing guy. Right. Or some dumb bullshit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, would I be happier? Probably. Do you think so? I Look, when you're young enough, like... I remember when I was like 22, 23 years old, doing stand-up all the time, and I'd run into like kids I went to high school with at the bar. 
and they'd be like, dude, I wish I was doing what you were, you were doing. Like, you're going out, you're following your dreams, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, ah, yeah, I'm not making any money, though, so that's cool. And I'm just bartending. And then I find out, like, you know, they got this bullshit job after college, and, like, they're miserable. I like bartending and doing stand-up, and I'm, like, making a good living. And I'm like, oh, maybe right. maybe things are going well. That's That's... That changes. Those people do go on to become successful. Right. They they all have houses right now. I don't. Right? Yeah. That's true. But is that... Would I, you rather be like that creative itch? How important is it really? I'm stuck. I can't change my mind now. Well, sim- I mean, I don't know. I guess where I disagree with you is I, I am, um, despite like my many foibles and follies... And and there there is a long list of them. Okay, lousy with foibles, this guy. I, I'm I'm very happy. I'm actually a very happy person. I, I like I don't think I that should I, say like I know like I'm 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 lightly giving you shit, but you no, are genuinely happy with what you have. Even I'm, though I'm, anybody else I know, even people I know who are broker than you, would be miserable. You have tricked your brain into being like this is okay. <laughs> I tricked it. No, you know what's funny. I, you know, it's I, I am. I think that like if I, in terms of zooming out, I am very pessimistic and negative. Um, but like moment to moment, day to day, I'm kind of a very positive guy. You really are. I just like to have a good time, and I've been having a good time. We've had the best time. Yeah, dude. That's all I'm trying to do every day. You know, there were even days when I was like, you know, when even when I was living in my car and things were getting really hairy and I was getting really afraid, there would be moments where I was like, this is so funny. Like this is hilarious. <laughs> like I, I like specifically like there was the day when I was waking up in the back of your Honda CRV, just being like, "Boy, do I have egg on my face?" Yeah, dude. Like the well, literally one night when I like had to like cover myself in blankets because like the cops were like, sh- like shining lights in the window, like trying to figure out if people were sleeping in the car, and I was sleeping in my car, but I like covered myself in shit, and then like. They left after a while, like 30 minutes went by, the car finally pulled away, and I waited for my heart to stop racing, and then after like 30 minutes, I was like, well, I'm definitely going to jack off now, probably, because I'm really, <laughs> dude, it, like, it was, dude, it was so funny, like, having to, like, fucking, like, jack off and, like, watch for headlights so that I didn't get arrested for a sex crime. I fully understood how funny it was. They should be super specific when somebody does get convicted of a sex crime, you have to, like, register yourself, mm-hmm. because it's, it's, like, indecent exposure, you immediately think, like, this guy showed his dick to a bunch of kids. It's like, right? no, he was living in his car and he hadn't come in like a week. No, he's trying his best. He's I'm doing my fucking best, dude. I, I don't know one person who hasn't jacked off in their car. Yeah, of course you not. Were, and you were polite enough to do it parked. Yeah. I've jacked oh, off driving my driving, car. Driving while jacking off, that's a dangerous game. Yeah, I, I, the other thing is like, I remember like one of the funniest days I ever had was like, I was so, I was like so hungry. I just needed food and I had like nothing to my name and I was still driving for Postmates when I was homeless, but like it was going to be three days before the money hit my account. So I was like, what can I take to a pawn shop to sell, to get $5 to get like a McDouble? And so I finally like landed on my Apple headphones. I was like, this has to be worth money, right? They sell these for like $20. Yeah. So I took iPod headphones to a pawn shop. So I like, you get for free with your phone. Right. I walked up to the counter and I put them on. You're right, though. Those should be, those like, should be worth money. At least $5. Uh, those, people need those. Yeah. There are people who want those. I put them on the glass counter. I was like, what can I get for these? And the guy was like, get the fuck out of my pawn shop. <laughs> are you insane? I'm not going to buy your Apple headphones from you, you fucking loser. And I and when I when I walked out, I was like, eh, this, "This is pretty funny." Like, I think you could really make a dent on uh, the labor market if you were to make a video, mm-hmm. uh, post it on YouTube, post it on Instagram, do whatever, where you describe like make it like a pro postmate. Like, this is dude. This was my life driving for Postmates. You're like, yes, I was homeless. Yes, I was stealing ciabatta bread from Ralph's mm-hmm. to survive. But boy. Did I get to drive down some neat-looking streets? Absolutely. I, dude, I got to meet so many celebrities. Well, all my shitty jobs in L.A., I have at least gotten to, like, shake hands with, like, celebrities. Who's the most famous person you delivered Postmates to? Um, I delivered to Steve-O. I delivered to Harrison Ford's son while Harrison Ford was there. I delivered to Rebecca... What do you De- mean? Like, did, did you hear him in the background? He walked. He walked, like, through the living room. 
That's wild. Yeah. That's e- that's even crazier than meeting Harrison Ford. Seeing like Harrison Ford, like Patterson Gimlet, like yeah, dude. Harrison Ford just cameoing <laughs> yeah, like, in his son's just life. Just Bigfoot like walking across. Yeah. <laughs> a foyer. I I did the craziest one was like I delivered food to Rebecca De Mornay so many times that we uh, wound up on like a first name basis, and I'm just like, dude, I used who's to. Her, who's she? She used to. I don't know if she was married to you, but she was like the longtime partner of Leonard Cohen. Um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a, she's a, she's a, she was, it was surreal because now she's like an old woman, but I would always like hand her her veggie girl and I would just like walk to, back to my car, just like, oh, I used to jack off to that lady in the hand that rocks the cradle. <laughs> and now I'm like giving her fucking soy chicken nuggets. And I'm trying to think, there were a lot of like, who are the, who are the, some of the famous people? Remember the one day I did it, I delivered it to a basketball player. Mm-hmm. He was living in like a really nice uh, apartment in downtown LA. So he had, he must have been new. Mm-hmm. Must have been like a new clipper. Yeah, something. that makes sense. Why else would you be? But it was a nice fucking apartment building. Yeah, yeah I, I've had, I've had fun brushes with famous people in LA. Enough to kind of like shatter the illusion of like what Hollywood is like broadcasting out to the rest of. Like you live in Los Angeles for more than two years, and you quickly realize that like it sounds trite to say. But in a very real way, you realize how fake all of it is. Yeah. Like, like the image that Los Angeles is selling to the rest of the world is not what the city is at all. Yeah, it's it, it's 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 like a very, I don't this it it sounds so obvious when I say it like this. So I think you guys understand. But yeah, it's a it's actually like a very like shitty city. Like it's not glam. It's not. It's really wild, especially like uh, I landed in LAX. All the time I spent in LA was just like I saw Tom and his girlfriend real quick. And I picked you up, and I was pretty much in the area we used to live. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I noticed, at, like, as I was driving in, I was like, L.A. got so nice. Like, this is really nice. Like, this yeah. this area was not nice. Like, I was in... Um, Probably, like, the Jefferson Park area, like, No, near. but, like, when I got... When I rented the car, I was just driving aimlessly because I didn't know where to go. And I ended up... Um, uh, what's... What, it... Um, like right below Compton. What's that? Um, you were below Compton? Yeah, I was below Compton. You were re- really? That's far, man. Um, I was like near Ladera Heights, but I was in like a, a, a neighborhood that's like famously like crappy, and they had an Amazon Fresh. Oh, nice. And I was like, wow, this, this is kind of like really nice. And then when I got closer, like I started driving towards Glendale to, to see uh, Tom, and I started getting closer to Hollywood, and there was just tents lined underneath like underpass. Yeah. I was like, this city somehow got like worse and better at the same time well, in the two years I've been here. It's like it's crazy once you move to Hollywood and you like go to the fucking um, I forget what the theater is where they have like the 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 Oscars, but it's like you, like they literally everything that like it's like Hollywood is is genuinely nothing like the way whenever they shoot red carpet shit on TV. It's like it's like they clean up the street yeah. for that evening. Yeah, and then those people never actually spend any time in that part. Yeah, they of town. give the the oh, the guy dresses Elmo with his dick cut out like two hundred bucks. You're like, yo, just get, get lost out. for like twenty minutes. So then. like, I would say like Hollywood, and and I also, by the way, I really like Los Angeles. There's a lot of things I love. I I also love L. A. I didn't yeah. like the people I had. I was, if you got to be a comedian, you have to hang out with the worst people in literally LA. the worst people in the world to live in Los Angeles. But like, the, I guess the way that I would put it is like, I visited New York. Like six or seven times now, L.A. is you get there and you realize it's nothing like the way they kind of hype it up to be in movies and media, and then New York is actually kind of like it's kind of an accurate representation. It's like okay, this is the thing. You're, I mean, so I've been, I, I lived in New York for a bit. I've been to New York a hundred fucking times, mm-hmm. and you're right, but is it's like. It's a really well done caricature of itself. Where it, it mm. New York is exactly what it is, but to the point where it's ridiculous and it doesn't it's not believable. Mm. You do live in like this weird bubble where you're like, oh, I'm living in New York, this I'm living the fucking dream. There's certain parts where you can and if like you have the right attitude, it can be nice. Like, um, when we had Tommy Pope on the cast, like he was talking about like living in Queens and like he knows like everybody on his block. Like he mm-hmm. lives the ideal New York Right. life because he's not I mean, if you're a comic you have to go hang out at open mics all the time you have right. to like go hang out to like get on certain shows and like the worst existence because you're there for one reason but you don't have any life outside of it yeah that does and seem there's like also no other real options 
Yeah, yeah. In well, Los Angeles, there's several different cities within the city. Yeah, you can go other places. But but there is, like, New York, like, was the city. I wasn't disappointed. It kind of, like, met my expectations, which, which L.A. didn't. That's the only differentiation I'm trying to make. Yeah. Um, also, really quick, can we pause? Can I go pee really quick? Yeah. I don't want to stop podcasting. No, I like go this. Piss. Yeah, All right, no, I'll go good. piss. Welcome back, folks. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Also, I just realized we had this whole ass conversation, and I've been wearing a cowboy hat the whole time. You look great in it. You know what's weird? I, I thought the cowboy hat would. Uh, I, I thought I'd feel it more when I was drunk. I felt it more sober. No, we have mirrored windows in this house because it's 105 degrees every single fucking day. Right. So as I go in to grab another beer, I see the reflection of myself wearing red three-inch inseam swim shorts, a yellow Hawaiian t-shirt with leopard print uh, piping on it, and a, a big old brown felt cowboy hat. And uh, I don't know why anybody would ever listen to me or take me seriously, ever. <laughs> mm. The cowboy hat looks nice as fuck. Honestly. Oh, fuck. There, oh, oh, God. There's at least two flies in my beer that I just drank. Welcome back to I've never news, drank. I Look, I drink bugs when I drink. I've never had flies that big in my mouth. Oh, did you just swallow a whole fly? No, I don't. I just see them in there. Oh, fuck. Maybe I did swallow one. Oh, no, dude. No, here's the thing. If you keep drinking that beer, they'll just float to the back. They're not. They're right at the top. You can go grab yourself another beer. Nah, you know what? I'm okay. It's got, that, that, is, that would be a Nick Oldershaw move where a fly, like two flies fly into your beer. You're like, no, it's good. It's good for me. I'm no longer in that stage of my life. I'm really proud of you. Yeah. So what's your next? So you're living. Are you still living in that like terrible apartment? It's got a lot nicer actually. Um, if you guys actually clean it up, didn't I text you at one point? Like if I ever like I will clean up this apartment because I don't believe anybody's tried. It, no, no, no. Our, our or is new, it? Or is it? Is is it really like beyond repair? Our, it's that our, shitty. Our new roommate has actually made great strides in cleaning it up. So it, it's getting a lot nicer. I just moved into a bigger room. Um, so I'm very happy. I have I have a, an air conditioner now. How many comics do you li- uh, live with? Well, really, right now, just one. Because, like, three other people live there, but they're never there. It's just me and this other comic, and we never see each other. It's actually kind of like living alone in a huge house. Okay. That I pay fucking 400 a month in rent for. That's incredible. It's it's actually a really sick deal. And my room now is big enough that, like, I'm going to get a TV in there. I'll never have to leave the room except to, like, piss. Oh, damn, you've never bought a TV yet. No, remember, I had a CRT in the first house that I would play, like, Super Nintendo on. That you must have got that after I. Uh... Oh wait, no, you didn't. No, I remember. We I, had yeah, because yeah, we had all those. We had all those Nintendo games that Panic at the Disco gave us. Um, that is wild. Yeah. I forget that all and, the time. And, and the bong that uh, we had the bong that they used to write pretty odd or whatever, and then Tim broke it. <laughs> let's, let's not gloss over the fact that when we were living in, do you remember our exact address? Uh, you know was what? Was it 36th Street or 36th? Because there was 36th Place, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because it, once you get to a certain point in South Los Angeles, it's like 35th Street, 35th Place, 36th Street, 36th Place. Um, it was it, it was. We had the something. absolute boys' house. It was the best. I I don't know why it had to end. I guess because Tim wanted to be closer to his job in Pasadena. No, I can tell you exactly why. I remember why. Oh, why? Because oh, Kelly didn't want to live there. We all didn't want to live there anymore because... Oh, that's not true. No. Let me, let me explain this the way I remember. So, we were hitting our stride living together. So, it was you, you Tim, and Isaac all moved in at the same time. Mm-hmm. Kelly moved in with uh, Tim, Tim's girlfriend. Well, didn't move in. She was just visited for long She was periods. visiting, and then she, would, she eventually moved in. And then I moved in, what, like four months, five months later? Maybe less, actually. You guys but, moved yeah. in February. I moved in in May. Yeah. Yeah. So... Nick had his own room, drove for Postmates full time, mm-hmm. grinding his fucking dick off. Hmm. Isaac uh, was doing. Um, I- Isaac 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 moved to LA with some money saved. He up. did have some money. So he saved was doing up, like uh, extra he was, work. He was doing extra work. Tim was the me and Tim were the only people with real jobs. Right. Tim uh, worked for like Kaiser Permanente or some bullshit. And it was, he was worked for like an insurance claim company. Yeah, and I bartended. Everybody had their own room besides me. <laughs> 
I lived in the liminal space between the the, the, kitchen the living and room the living and the kitchen. Room. That There's, rocked though. You had, had a, blow a twin blow up mattress. Yes. I had a little you had plastic a rack? cubby. Right, you had yeah. a rack for your clothes. It was it was actually fucking sick. No, it was super cool, dude. You'd stay up all night doing cocaine, listening to Bonnie Bear on YouTube. Let's. I also I have a bone to pick with you with with the way you portrayed me uh, portrayed living with me in Coward Hour. Yeah, what did I say? Because you're like he was just doing cocaine all the time. For the first six months, I did not do any cocaine, and then I would occasionally do cocaine, and then I did so much cocaine one night. That I had to stop doing cocaine. That you called the ambulance on yourself. That was a while. Well, I mean, look, man, I guess, like, what can I say? When when some of my most prominent memories of you are waking up at 2 a.m. and hearing the new Bonnie Bear album blaring out of the TV on YouTube because you've been doing cocaine all night, and also you getting roofied at a barcade and getting so fucked up that I have to cut up your wet burrito for you while you stand basically naked in the driveway. You're a real good friend, man. I... I mean, I'm I would, blessed that those days. I were. would do it again in a heartbeat. But forgive me if, in my memory, it became Sean was doing cocaine all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, but we hit a point where it, it was like. Uh, so I had that bad cocaine night. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even in town when that happened. Day, no, you weren't. I'll never forget too. I was. I did so much cocaine, and then it was like 11 in the morning, and Tim woke up. Um, in his boxer brief, scratching his dick. And he looks at me, he's like, you been doing cocaine all night? And <laughs> I remember him and Kelly being like, we'd like to find some cocaine. I'm like, dude, I have so much. Do you want to do some? I was so fucked up that I thought that would be like a normal thing to do. And he's like, I just woke up. <laughs> no. But so the, he just, you couldn't have given them some? So I took my cocaine um, like setup and mm-hmm. I put it on my desk in the kitchen. Um and let him watch Dragon Ball Z. But I hit the point in my consumption where nothing felt like anything anymore. Um, I was just watching him play Dragon Ball Z, and then I was texting, um, um, I don't think he mind me saying this, Pat Graves, who is a sober man, amazing comic, who doesn't, I don't think he does stand-up anymore, um, being like, I have to change my life. This is not good where I'm at. I told him how much I did, and he was like, I'm not going to lie. You should probably call 911 on yourself. And Damn. I was like, I will if I start to feel weird. And then my leg went numb. And I was like, yo, Tim, I think I have to call 911 on myself. Oh, no. And he was just like very engaged because I think it was like the Dragon Ball Super or whatever had just come out. And he was just like very engaged. And he's like, do what you got to do, man. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> so I called 911. I was like, hey, I think I'm overdosing. They're like, okay, where are you? I it's- called them. It's really hard to overdose on cocaine. It's very hard. I know yeah. I know that, but uh, I didn't know that when you call the uh, when you call in an overdose that they send all of the departments. So oh no, dude. So the police department came. Oh no, dude. But I was so fucked up. I was like, whatever. I don't. I like. But I you don't di- want cops in the house. I didn't feel fear. I felt nothing. So the cops walked in. I'm like, okay. Uh, paramedics walked in, and I shit you not. Two firefighters in full firefighter garb. They're re- oh, they had like the, the helmet and everything. Oh, the face shield. Everything. They're ready to spray you with water, dude. Yeah, the cops walked in and pretty much were. I was like, Am did I you have tr- to forfeit your cocaine? I dumped it by that point because I was like, I can't do anymore. And um, the uh, the cops went, uh, "Do you want to kill yourself?" And I was like, "No, I called." You guys, because I don't want to die. And they're yeah. like, that's good enough for us. And they left. They were there for 30 <laughs> seconds. Uh, the paramedics and the fire department hooked me up to like an EKG. And um, they were checking all my shit out. And they're like, how much did you do? And I was like, I don't know. I had like an eight ball and I did most of it. And they're like, okay, that's a lot. Um, <laughs> they're like, your heart looks like you just did a lot of cocaine. And I was like, okay, is that good or bad? They're like, you're, you're going to be fine. They're like, do you, if you have weed, you should just smoke that. And I was like, oh, that rocks. Uh, I don't have any weed. I don't smoke weed. They're like, you don't smoke weed, but you do all the cocaine. <laughs> I was like, yeah. So Hell yes. they unhooked me. And then the, the paramedic was like, look, man, I see where you live. It's going to be an $800 ride to the hospital. And then who knows what after they get you, you know, past triage, you're going to be fine. I would just ride it out. And I was like, okay, I appreciate that. 
And uh, so they pack up their shit. And I'll never forget this as long as I live. They're walking out. Um, the fire fighter leaves first, and then the paramedic leaves. And then the paramedic peeks his head in the door real quick, and he goes, So, did you learn anything today? Oh no! And I, but I, but I was, I was so, I, I was past sarcasm, I was past anything, and I just said, I, I can't live my life this way. I'm never doing this again. And he's, and then the firefighter peeks his head in, and he goes, Yeah, do less next time. And then they both go, ha, ha, and walk back to their emergency vehicles and drive away. And then Tim and Isaac look at me, and they're like. Did you just get roasted by the fire department <laughs> and the paramedics? And I was like, I think I did. Well, dude, you know what? That's those all those departments have that sense of humor. They have to. They have to. Gallo's humor is like integral to being to working in like the emergency uh, services. But so regardless, I decided I was like, I'm not gonna drink or do drugs for a minute. I'm gonna go home. I'm working too. I was working like 60, 70 hours a week. Yeah. Why were you doing that? They didn't have enough. They they weren't hiring people, so I was working. But you could just say I can't work that much. I was working like doubles every single day. Because they're not going to fire you. There was at one point I worked twelve yeah. hours a day for thirteen days straight. I got two days off. That was what was weird is you moved to L.A. to stand up. To well, no, you but but for all intents and purposes, you moved to L.A. to work in a restaurant twelve hours a day. No, exactly. And so I was like, this is not what I want to do. And I was able to like get promoted, and like. But your rent was also like two hundred dollars. Like you didn't have to work that much. It was like three fifty. Yeah, and I was making like sixty thousand dollars a year, and I had not like I didn't have anything to show for it. Right. Like, I I was able to save a lot of money, and you know that number it doesn't matter because I was only working like what six months until I had to move. Right. So I had like a couple grand saved up and everything. Um, so it's like all right, guys, let's. I'm moving. But, like, let's look at places. Let's try to find a place that would be perfect for all of us. Yeah. So we were looking at places with, like, a pool, yeah. whatever. I was like, we're making money. Like, Tim makes money. I can make money bartending here. Like, let's have fun with it. We found a place in Burbank. It was a nice place, too. I found it. I sent it to you guys. Everybody was on board. They did credit checks. We got approved. And then the I moment I had approved. to sign, I was like, oh, my buddy has a room open in Denver, so I'm going to go do that. <laughs> Yeah, and I lived there for exactly eight days. Yeah, man. I don't know, Sean. We've we've for for we've spent many moons puzzling over what the hell that was all about. <laughs> You're, Me moving to Denver? No, just you. Just your uh, your brief reprieve from Pennsylvania life in general. Yeah, it was wild. I don't know. I think that was like the end of like my. I mean, I never did. I don't like doing coke now. Mm-hmm. And when I did it in LA, it felt like I didn't have a social life. I right. had you guys, which I really appreciated and like loved you guys, but I didn't have anybody I hung out with. Like my, all my friends there were sober, and so like I, st- I didn't have like, I don't know. I think I think I got bored and I needed something. And the only way I remembered, you know, before I moved there, I was you know living with bartenders in a town where, you know, we lived behind the after hours bar, we'd get fucked up all the time. Right. And so maybe that was like a sense of normalcy for me. So when I started getting depressed out there, I was just like, fuck it. I'll, you know, drink 10 Tecates and, you know, and then once I found a Coke dealer, I'm like, maybe I'll do some, I'll do Coke till six in the morning. What's it going to matter? I'm still going to wake up on an air mattress, whether it's at nine in the morning or 4 PM. So see, Nickel, I would never, I would never adopt that kind of mindset, dude. <laughs> I would never, so, I would never so denigrate the very thing that I slept on. The, the also, you did have a bigger air mattress than me. I did, and but I. But you never on replaced it. yours. I never, so it would deflate. So it would literally, like, gir- like girls would come over, and I would like fuck them on an air mattress that was like deflating as we fucked. Also, I, this is when I was watching this cat Leia, and Leia would take shits on my floor, and then like hide the shit under uh, Super Nintendo cartridges. So this was a really smart cat that I was watching. So the cat would just piss and shit in my room, and I lived in it so I couldn't smell it. So I would just, like, take women into my room. I'm sure they were shocked by the smell, and then I would fuck them on a deflating air mattress. And I managed to do this, like, more than three times. Meanwhile, they're getting, like, trichomoniasis from getting, like, you know, cat shit germs in their, you know. That's okay. 
We had a good were time. you more bummed about the cat shitting in your cartridges than they were your floor? Because I feel like that would bother you. I, I was su- I was really bummed out because a lot of those were in box and they were they were worth a lot of money. And when there's cat shit um, plastered to them, they're not really worth money anymore. No, not as so much. So I literally I watched like something that was worth sixty dollars drop to twenty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, it was it was and that cat. The thing that sucked was that cat was really nice too. But the problem is I was driving for twelve hours, so I just like didn't have. I wasn't really able to like take care of her. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, with the cat, that's different. I know people who have cats, and they're like, I need a cat sitter because I'm going to be gone for two days. I'm like, your cat's going to be fine. Your cat's going to have the best time of its life. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know, man. My neighbors left their cat. Mm-hmm. They moved to South Carolina. They just left their cat outside. See, that bums the shit out of me. Bums the shit out of me, too, because it's a really sweet cat. Mm-hmm. But a week, a week and a half after they moved, I hadn't seen the cat anywhere. And I'm walking... Uh, walking you know, Peppermint Dave out in the backyard, and I see this beautiful cat with a lustrous coat just sitting on my porch. Oh, no. Walk right up to it. I'm petting it. Sweetest little guy in the world. Looked great. Looked healthy. Right. Was totally fine. Week and a half in, you know, super humid Pennsylvania summer heat. Your cat's going to be fine for a day or two if All right. you're gone. 100%. Hey, I don't know. I, it's, I, it, it, it gives me I, I'm too worried about uh, leaving my cat right now I'm too worried about leaving her alone to do that but you also live with other comics yeah and it's and you like, live with like fucking retards I lived with I've lived with people who have like let her she was like out of the house for like an hour once which was really bad yeah she could have got fucking chomped by a dog chomped by a stray dog a coyote there's also a skunk that like walks around our house in your house yeah, like literally in like, you know, the gate that I, I don't know. Oh, you probably didn't see my house. No. But there, so like we're gated and then like we have like these alleys. I did look at all the houses around, like I was like, I, these are one of Nick's apartments. Yeah. And I was like, this is not good. Why? No, 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 no. My house is actually kind of nice. I thought the whole thing was that your house is like terrible. Like no, it's it, a famously terrible it's re- it's actually house. it's really nice now and, and the nice thing about it is like there's a lot like there's a lot of space there. It's a very so, big so house. So wait, isn't your whole thing too that like when was when was the first generation of comics that lived there? Oh, I don't know. I think it might have been before. It used to be the Mean Boys house. It was the house that they would like uh record in and they had their last live show there, the podcast The Mean Boys, which doesn't exist anymore. And then Isaac moved there, and then it was, like, him and, like, a couple... And now, like, it's not really a comics house anymore because, like, none of the comics who live there are really doing anything. So it's just kind of, like, uh, me and this guy Todd and then, like, two open micers. Yeah. Um, but the, the house is, like... Of all the places I've lived in L.A., I've got the most space to move around in this house. Okay. Yeah, and I've got a washer and dryer, like, in the house. Like, it's kind of nice. Like, we have a really big kitchen. Oh, fuck. We didn't have a washer and dryer. No, we had to go to the laundry. I loved going to the laundromat. I really Do you remember missed... where we went? Yeah. I, I doesn't, it's not there anymore. It's gone. A Hollywood laundromat? What that, was it? Co- what was oh, it oh, no, 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 no. Not that one. No, there was a laundromat in, like, a couple blocks away from us. But you and I would go to Hollywood. I think that was on... It, it was, was on, a 35-minute drive from our Was from it our on house. Vermont? Yeah, so that's what really sucked about living south of Wilshire was that to get to cool stuff, it was like a 40-minute drive. Yeah. Living in Echo Park, I can walk to the laundromat that you and I used to go yeah. to, and it's like a 20, 30-minute walk. It's pretty easy. It was a, uh, a whole drive, but yeah. you, got, you could pay with your card. Right. It was nice. And there was, it was, there was always machines open. It was mm-hmm. nice. And then you and I could just like walk around. I think it was like kind of close to Pink, so we could like go get a hot dog or some shit. Um, it's it wasn't close to Pink's, but I remember you and I would just like walk. We we would get food. We'd walk around. It's close food. to it's close to Big Mama's and Papa's Pizzeria. It's close to some. There's that places. burger place that we went to. A yes, Burgerim. It's a Jewish. Yeah. It's an Israeli burger place. Um, yeah, which th- we did not support. We went to another one. No, I, dude, I ate those fucking Jew burgers like nobody's Love business. It. Love it. I hope that there were Palestinian kids ground up in that meat. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> um, no, but there was there was a laundromat like near where we lived that I really like going to because they had a bunch of like Neo Geo machines. So I would, like I would like put my laundry in. It would take a long time, but I could finish a whole game of Metal Slug or fucking uh, Final like Fatal Fury while I was Yo, waiting. So I'm not like a classic like video guy, video game guy. Like mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say like my video game uh, uh, interests are like pedestrian, but sure. I also don't like like I don't like Call of Duty. I don't like Fortnite. I don't like any of that. I like like role playing games. 
love that. Right. But when it comes to like playing old games, like yeah, my favorite from era my is, childhood, I, yeah. I I can't get sucked into it as much. My, which you can. My you favorite, love it. My favorite era is definitely like um, I would say. 89 to 95 just like the 16 to 32 bit era because i don't know it's just because like i love like the artistry that went into like 2d yeah. games and specifically like i've really been getting back into fighting games and fighting games somebody put it really well fighting games especially 90s fighting games they're really deep and it's 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 the kind of game where like so in other games like as you progress through the game you level up and you make your character stronger so you can do better but in fighting games, you don't level up. You get better when you... Like, the only time you get stronger is when you actually get better at the game. Yeah. Which I really like. I actually really, really like that about, like... Like, I'm playing a lot of Street Fighter 3 right now, which is a very, like... It's kind of like a... It's not forgotten, but everybody talks about Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter Alpha, but, like, Street Fighter 3 is, like, a really amazing fighting game. Um, anyway, I'm just fucking going off now. There's a whole thing right now where, like... If I can completely indulge myself for yeah, a minute. Please get as, as autistic as you can about so, video games right now. So a big thing right now is a lot of people, the most popular fighting game is Smash. But Smash is not a fighting game. It's, it's not. It's a, you, you can face different directions. There's platforming. Like, you know, ten people can play at once. Whatever wow. the fuck. What? That is, like, I've never thought, like, I thought a fighting game was just people fighting. No, Smash is a... Is a I've is never a, heard the opinion that uh, Smash Brothers is not a fighting it's game. It's not a fighting game. It's, it's a platform brawler. Um, <laughs> I hate to sound... Jesus Christ. I hate to sound like such a... But there's, like, items. It's like, there's too many things. Like a, like, a fighting game... And the big thing in fighting games right now is younger players... So, like, when you play Street Fighter Mortal Kombat, if you want to pull off a special move, you have to... You've got to put in... Um, an input combo. So, like, maybe it's, like, a half-circle, like, half-circle joystick move plus a hard kick. Or you've got to do, like, a Z formation plus a punch in Street Fighter to do, like, an uppercut. Or you've got to, you have to do, like, combos. You have to actually learn how to do them in real life to unlock special moves. It's, it, it's, it's kind of what I just laid out. Like, you don't unlock special shit. You have to learn how to do it. And younger fighting game players say that requiring that is gatekeeping. And I'm like, well, but for me, that's like the enjoyment of the game. Because the whole thing in Smash is you don't have to do any special inputs. You just press a button and that like does the move. Yeah. But for me, like learning the inputs and getting good at them and like feeling the rhythm of it, it's like that's fun. But, but young players now are just like, those need to be removed from fighting games. It's gatekeeping. It's not fair to people, uh, you know, who like can't do I, I don't know. I just who don't know. bad understand. at video games. Basic, yeah. It's basically <laughs> people who are like bad at video games being like, how dare you make video games difficult? I wish I had that energy to, like... I remember me and Tom bought... Um, there's a Dragon Ball Z fighting game that came out, like, three years ago. Not fight, not Fighter Z. Uh, oh, Fighter Z's decent. It's the one where you get to, like... You do get to float around on a cloud. It's not an adventure game, but you can go to, like, different... <sighs> Yeah, you know I'm talking about? I know it's it's yeah yeah it's it's that's it's not it's it's like a third person action game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and I were getting because me and especially me and Tom, there's no better person. You and I have talked about this. No mm -hmm. better person to play video games with than Tom Brink. He's great because if you get frustrated, he'll give it a try. He's like you said, he's great at puzzles. He's amazing. If at there's puzzles. like if there's something you can't figure out, he'll figure it out. We were going through the tutorial. And there was like a, you know, I'm, I'm used to like, I remember there was that Street Fighter game for PlayStation where it was like the high school Street Fighter. Do you know what I'm oh, talking Rival about? Oh, Rival Schools. Rival Schools. Rival Schools is very yeah, good, yeah. yeah. And um, I remember. Wow, that's a deep cut. Getting really frustrated trying to learn like the, like the, the. The inputs. Well, the inputs, but when you have to do like the. The half circle, yeah. The See, half circle. And that's the like stuff that. that I love though. Yeah, but I, like I figured it out and it was cool. This tutorial. I swear to God, I was like, these controls do not work. And then Tom oh, tried TBC? it, and he's like, this does not work. No, we are doing exactly, like, he was like, I'm going to do it. You watch my hand. You let me know if I'm doing it wrong. And I'm like, it looks exactly like you're doing it. We yeah. just got frustrated. We stopped. I wish I had it in me to be like, this game is ableist. <laughs> this game? That's basically what they're doing. You, it's, a, it's a bunch of kids, like, you know, 12-year-olds who play Super Smash Brothers who, like, say, you know, say that, like, like the new um, fucking King of Fighters is ableist because it requires input. And it's like, no, that's, like, it's fun. Like, when you figure out how to do that and then you pull it off, 
it's satisfying. Also, when you're disabled, you get the coolest looking controller oh, now. Dude. Have you seen this disabled controllers? The one the Microsoft made an official one. It looks like a fucking electronic drum pad. It looks so fucking sick. Yes, dude. You know, fucking I. Pretty god, I don't have to ever use one, but like, mm-hmm. it's a cool looking you controller. Could lose, you could lose a hand in a fucking sawmill accident. You never know. I almost, I, I, I hit a point where I got real into like refinishing furniture, mm-hmm. and I wanted to start making it. I got a table saw. Yo, look at that sweet oh, little guy. Shit. Oh my god, he came right up to us. That's a desert mouse. They have um like kangaroo legs because they can jump really. Like get, they've got like those. He long, lives right there. That's um. I feel like there's an apartment building of little critters. That's cactus. That's different than the rat we saw last night. No, too. that was way different than the rat. Oh, Yo, so like I said, we are in Joshua Tree, California, where there's a ton of different critters, and uh, outside of rattlesnakes and tarantulas, pretty much all the critters are awesome. Yeah. Last night we tried to record an episode. We did it about an hour, and uh, it got a little too spicy. It got a little too spicy. A little too spicy. But we did get to see a desert rat mm-hmm. and a lizard. And oh, it was very exciting. I did not get to, I did not, seeing that kangaroo rat, pretty cool. That was really awesome. Yeah, because that, those are, that's a creature like, that is like desert specific. I forget what exactly what they're called. When I want to jump back, like when you're talking about like um, the special disabled controllers, I never knew what to do with this, but I wrote it out. It could be like a scene in a movie. Or, I don't know if it's enough to be a sketch on its own, but I like always thought it was, I always thought this idea was really funny of like, a kid, you've got like a genuinely disabled kid. He's got like a fucked up little arm or like missing a hand or something. And there's like a bully in the school who like breaks his arm because he's bullying this kid so hard. But then the bully's dickhead dad like buys him the special disabled controller. Like for the duration that his arm is in the cast. And then the minute his arm is out of the cast, the disabled kid who lives across the street from the dickhead kid just like watches the dad throw the controller in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that would be so funny. <laughs> Do you remember that, like, when, like, I think it was in E3 when they, like, premiered that controller? Yeah. And it was, like, big news. And I remember everybody, like, post, like, let's, let's change up controllers. Yeah. It looked like an arcade. Like, it looked panel. sick, yeah. Totally. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. Dude, it's crazy, like, you know, like, having controllers be, like, go from being, like, full... Like, if you look at, like, arcade setups, it's like you're using your hands to then controllers. It's like you're primarily just using your thumbs and your forefingers. Like, if you fuck... If you're missing a hand, you can still play arcade games. You can get your nub on the fucking joystick. You yeah. can do everything you need to do. But... I love... I love... Yo, also, I'd not, we, we didn't talk about this. Uh, uh, you know, most of uh, the people that listen to this show are women. Oh, Really? Nice. We're like 60-40 women uh, night moves. I don't know why. Hell yes. How so, are you guys? I'm sure this. Uh, I'm sure the video game talk is going What's over up? super fucking well. We were to po- I'm going to post my email and my phone number when I share this. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's That's happy. okay. Women he's need happy. to hear this, dude. He's got, he's got a sweet little girl. I've beaten my woman into submission into liking video games. She says that she's not, but then I made her watch a cute anime about... Dude, it's the most... It's the, there's this anime on Netflix called High Score Girl about this boy and this girl who, like, fall in love over their mutual interest in video games. Also, the girl, in all 24 episodes of the show, the girl never speaks a single line of dialogue. It's every gamer's fantasy. It is, like, the most Japanese fucking show you could imagine. <laughs> and also, the thing that the hottest thing is, she, like, she's a total blank slate, she never speaks a line of dialogue, and she's better at video games than him. It's like, am I going to jack off right now to this children's cartoon? I think I probably am. <laughs> We but can yeah. make a line here if you want to cut that. We can. No, I don't care. What's wrong? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I watched it with my girlfriend. She was like, this is so cute. I was like, yeah. She's like, what are these games they're playing? I'm like, that's Street Fighter 2. And she's like, can I play that? I was like, fuck yes, we're going to play that. I got, she- I got my girlfriend to play L.A. Noir with me. Oh, L.A. Noir is a fun one for that's girlfriends. That's a perfect game if you, like, you, you're not a video game player. But yeah. like you, if you love true crime... It's great. It's great. It's so funny that they that spent... That was an underrated game. Well, they spent millions of dollars on that facial tech... It's funny, like, that game definitely looks like a PS3 game. But the faces look better than a lot of games now. Yeah. Because the technology they used for that game, they thought it was going to revolutionize the industry, it was never used again, except for L.A. Noir. Yeah, because they had the actors look like absolute 
idiots. Yeah. They're like, pretend you're lying. And they, 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 yeah. they had, like, the guy from Mad Men. Yeah. Like, they had legitimate actors. And they're like, uh, can you uh, pretend like you're not a good actor? Yeah. Like, pretend you're a bad actor lying. So that even, like, a bozo could tell. So I feel like that must have fucked up the, but the technology for it because they're like, oh, this this just makes like people look ridiculous. It's like no, it was the, but but the d- actors that they put the little ping pong balls on. That game was actually kind of how I figured out that I was autistic because you're supposed to base where you go next. <laughs> no, literally, because like based on their facial expressions, you're supposed to like, you know, figure out if they're lying that was or not. The, no, but that's the tough part about the game, and I'm not outing myself as autistic. Mm-hmm. It's known that. They'd make a face, and you're like, that guy's lying. And it's like, no, that guy's just naturally nervous. You're like, that's a fucking retarded way How of making a video game. How am I supposed to fucking game? figure that out? Yeah. I did, like, L.A. Noir VR seemed really cool. Oh, fuck, I forgot they did that. They did, yeah, I think it, it came Are out the same. Are people still playing VR? Um, It does seem like it that way. Like I, is... I hear people playing VR... Of, you hear about people playing VR games, but it, it doesn't seem like something that's, like, widespread. There's a, there's a couple really good VR games, like Boneworks and Half-Life Alex are supposed to be really Area good. Alex is cool. Yeah. I haven't played... I don't have a computer... I'll never have a computer, computer powerful enough to, like, run a decent VR rig. Dude, believe and, in yourself. No, you know what's been funny, man? I'm also, like, I'm not interested in games being that immersive either. I, I like games that feel like It makes like sense, because games. we started this with, like, you loving old games. Yeah, and, and, I, and I like Nintendo games because it's really focused on the game element. I, you love skill in a game, which you have pretty do. much went over. But it's like, when uh, my favorite Nick Oldershaw quote of all time <laughs> was when we were up arcade before I got Rufy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you were playing Mario, and you were losing, and we were with a guy that we hung out with twice, and you looked at both of us, and you were like, I am not bad at Mario. This is not me. <laughs> it wasn't me. I had too many. I had a couple too many drinks in me. I think, dude, that was a fucking. Other than that, that was a great night. Besides me being roofied, that was the night I bought fucking uh, Tim that cool Sonic book. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. 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 No. No. That was fun. That oh yeah. That was cool. That is the cool IM Eight Bit store. Was was that that's a, that's a full fledged store now. Oh really? Yeah. It's it's in a different part of town. Um. And I, I felt met- bad because I. Also, Tim, if you're listening to this, I still owe you a bottle of tequila. <laughs> so, I think he doesn't care. No, because I'm the same way as you are. Oh, you feel bad forever? I feel bad forever if I don't pay somebody back. Yeah, me because too. they had a bottle of tequila when I was in prime shithead mode. Mm-hmm. Nobody was drinking it at all. It sat there for months. And then one night, I drank some of it. And then the next night, I drank some of it. And it was empty. I threw it away. And then Tim went, do you drink that bottle of tequila? Oh, my God. I was like... Yeah, I did, man. So I'm gonna get them a real fuck. I'm gonna get them. That gonna was get them George Clooney tequila. That was him. That was bad. And then the other night that was really bad is when Dom ate all of Tim's cashews, and Tim came back and he's like, "Do you know how much cashews cost? They are expensive. They're like the most expensive nut. Yeah, yeah. That was a really bad night. Dom was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I thought that they were just frivolous nuts." Shout out Dom Farah. Shout out Dom Farah. I'm sure he would love for us to shout him out on this. That's podcast. when I started teaching Dom. It's like you got to just get salted corn nuts. Like that, it gives you everything you think you want out of a nice nut, but it's the cheapest possible snack. And there's no nutritional value at all. Is that what he was looking for? No. You think that he was eating cashews, oh, being Tim? like, "I'm making a healthy choice." No, Dom. No, nuts are, nuts are good for you if you diet the I want right nuts. way. I want nuts for the texture and the salt. That's all that I want. The <laughs> fact that there's nutrition in there at all makes me kind of fucking mad. Yeah, you can... It's a great source of protein, great source of fat. If you eat too much of them, it's not good. Yeah. Oh, my God. Folks, this was fun. This is a great app. I'm sorry I talked about uh, video games so much. <laughs> oh, God. The world needs to know. I actually do feel that way. I'm actually, you know, when we get offline, I, I'm going to show you a video. I want to see, I tried to show it to Tom. I want to see if you understand why it's cool, but I'm going to show you uh, the Daigo Perry on YouTube. Anybody who's a fan of Street Fighter will know why this is cool, but anyway, when, when we get off, I'll, I'll show it to you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Night Moves. Fuck yes. Thanks again, Nick. Oh, it was a blast, dude.